0: Hello and a very warm welcome to thorough Newspaper Analysis which is presented to you by Lawsico. Today we will discuss important articles from the newspaper of 12th April 2021. We have two important articles of the day that is why the personal data protection bill matters. This is an article from the Hindu. Second, we have lessons from the first lockdown. It is an article from the Indian Express. Thirdly, we have some items in the news in flash. So if you're preparing for CLAT or any other law entrance examination then you can definitely go through a project memory course and also you can enroll yourself with a very nominal free and also you can download free study materials from here the mcq question for the day is exclusive economic zone is an area beyond and adjacent to the territorial waters and the limit of such zone is option a 200 nautical miles from the baseline option b 300 nautical miles from the baseline, option c 100 nautical miles from the baseline and option d 1000 nautical miles from the baseline. You can write your answer in the comment section below. The descriptive question for the day is, Personal Data Protection Bill 2019 could play a big role in providing robust protection to users and their personal data comment. You can write your answers in 250-300 to words. So moving ahead, the first article of the day is regarding the Personal Data Protection Bill with more people participating in the digital economy the number of data breaches has also increased as we know the use of internet has increased enormously and therefore the instances of data breaches has also frequented more often recently the breach at the movie week which is an online wallet which could be india's biggest breach, as it exposed the data of 9.9 crore users and it brought their personal data at risk. As we know, the existing data protection regime rests on the IT Act 2000, however, this act does not emphasize much on data privacy. Also there are many shortfalls in this regime as the entities can override the protection by taking user's consent to process personal data secondly this regime also emphasizes data security however it does not emphasize much on the data privacy entities have weaker obligation to respect users preference in how personal data can be used as per this regime and the provisions under the it act also exclude the government agencies and lastly But not the least, there has been inadequate uh, measures in addressing risk emerging from new developments in data processing technology. So, based on the Putuswamy judgment in 2017, the Committee of Expert Under Justice B.N. Sri Krishna was set up and it suggested a, a draft data protection law and based on this draft data protection law and after several revisions it became the personal data protection bill 2019. This applies to both government and private entities. Secondly, this emphasizes on data security as well as it lays its emphasis on data privacy. It gives users a set of rights over their personal data and it means to exercise those rights and lastly, it creates an independent regulator known as the data protection authority. However, the success of this bill would lie with the implementation, so there have been concerns about the effectiveness and the independence of the regulator. Now let's have a look what the data protection bill has for the different segments. First is the consumers. So the data of the consumer can be processed only after consent is given after the bill is passed. All data to be categorized into three heads that is general, sensitive and critical so that the sensitive and critical data can be uh, used in a very sensitive manner. Let's have a look what the government and the regulatory bodies have in the data protection bill. So, the government will have the power to obtain any users' non-personal data from companies, which was a hindrance previously. Secondly, the bill mandates that all financial and critical data has to be stored in India. Thirdly, the sensitive data has to be stored in India but can be processed outside only with consent. So what's there for companies at the end? So the social media firms have to formulate a voluntary verification process for users which was absent previously. Secondly, the sharing of data without consent can entail a fine of 15 crore or 4% of global turnover which has already been done by the gdpr compliances in the european countries so now this is going to be implemented in india also and thirdly data breaches or inaction will entail a fine of rupees 5 crores or 2 percent of global turnover so moving ahead we have the second article of the day is regarding the lessons from the first lockdown. So why this is in news? First of all, as we know, India is entering into the second wave or the second phase of COVID-19 pandemic and based on it, many states have announced partial lockdowns and are also in talks to impose full lockdowns. As we know, the burnt of the pandemic was mainly faced by the migrant laborers and as per the relevant data or the study by ICRIER six states that is Bihar, Chhattisgarh, Jharkhand, Odisha, UP and West Bengal account for two-third of the reverse migration witnessed during the first lockdown that is the people who had migrated to different parts of the country had to come back to their own state however After uh, returning, they could not find enough support or enough uh, way of uh, earning in their native state. More than 38.6% reported having no work after returning to their native place. Also the household incomes of the migrants fell by 85% in the first wave as there were uh, concurrent lockdowns and there was no opportunities for income in the native states or the native places and only 12% migrants had access to subsidized pulses and only 7.7% were engaged under Manrega. Lastly only 1.4% migrants reported getting any skill upgradation in their native place. So these there were huge losses and problems faced by the migrant laborers they couldn't sustain in their native places and before lockdown reopens they all some of them had to get back to their uh, migrated areas and had to start uh, earning there for their living so the lessons learned should be used in the second wave as per the author of this article he says there is a need to digitize all data on migrants to formulate an action plan as we know the in the last Uh, phase that is the first phase of lockdown or the first uh, wave of pandemic there was no digitization of data of migrants and therefore they were also not compensated effectively so therefore the author suggests here that there should be digitization of the data of the migrants so that an action plan can be formulated based on this and this need is to be backed by a periodic database on migrants for every five years secondly it is suggested that portability of entitlements and social safety nets need to be prioritized that is the one nation one ration card has to be brought at this point of time so that they can access their social safety net and their entitlement at any point of uh, the country so other options such as like cash cash transfers, health insurance and treatment in any place should be uh, given to the vulnerable sections because they faced huge problems and also there were many deaths in the path of migration and reverse migration. The scale of work under Manrega could be broadened to absorb a wide range of skilled and unskilled workers as we know in the first wave it was seen that the as the mandrega absorbs only a certain num- number of people from a village therefore and because many people had uh, did reverse migration and had come back to their villages they could not get into the mandrega and could not get the benefits out of it because of which they could not earn a living and could not be skilled also. So therefore the author suggests that the ambit of Mandrega should be broadened so as to absorb a wide range of locals and local digital platform need to be registered and need to be connected to the workers. So last we see at the news item in flash. It is the 60th anniversary of Yuri Gagarin. So Russia is celebrating the 60th anniversary of the first manned flight to f- space which ca- carried a astronaut Yuri Gagarin in the space cars, spacecraft Bostok 1. The flight lasted for 108 minutes to complete one loop around Earth before returning to the home soil. So therefore, this day is celebrated as the International Day of Human Space Flight since the day of adoption of the UN General Assembly in 2011. So this was all for today. Thank you.